This week, Ethan Suplee sends the Banffcast on a bad trip, motherfucker. One star. We're in. Another time. In the age of wonder. All right, welcome to the Banffcast, episode 20. I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. T-Straw here. Shiny Lights t is joining us. Once again. Once again. Much to our chagrin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Now that that's out of the way, let's yeah. do this movie thing. Um, so, yeah, this week we watched uh, a direct recommendation from Hollywood itself, from mm-hmm. Mr. Ethan Suplee. Uh, it's Bad Trip, a.k.a. Tyrone, from 1999. Tyrone. So, yeah, he uh, stars in this movie and still recommended it to us and said, please, no holds barred. Let's tear it apart. You asked for it, <laughs> you're going to get it. Well, let's start, as we normally do, with a quick synopsis. Apparently one of the few that exists in the world because we're stealing it from the Netflix sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, here Thanks, we go. Netflix. Yeah. Josh and Sam hit the road for one wild trip in this action-packed comedy. On the way from Washington, D.C. to New Orleans from for the annual Mardi Gras celebration, the friends accidentally run over a dangerous escaped convict deep in the heart of Dixie. And it looks like the boys will never make it to the big party on Bourbon Street with the local backwoods sheriff mistakes them for drug traffickers. That's it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's the basics. This was not action-packed. That's a lie. Uh-huh. Yeah. There, there was, was a, a... There wasn't a lot of... No. Yeah, well, no. It, it had a explosion. One explosion. There was, yes, there was an explosion. And there was an 18-wheeler, but really... There wasn't much to it. Yeah, there there was the exciting action pack. <laughs> We're going to just jump right to the end of the action uh, if they want to talk about the part. Um, there was the the matte painting excitingness. Oh yeah, the, the matte painting that was a big one. I mean that was the that was the special effects the budget big, for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and the lighting budget. And the lighting and budget, uh, yes. So um, I don't know uh, why Ethan wants us to draw any attention to this movie because wow, I don't know. I mean. He, you know, it's tough enough to find info on it on the internet. Yeah, well, he's you know, they're just rumors. acknowledging the fact that this was bad, and, yeah. and, and he was is, correct. Yeah, he yeah. is a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm going to try to look for the good in it because there are a couple of funny lines. I think Coolio gets. I think both Coolio of them. gets all the good lines. Yeah, well, we, well, which we is, didn't, we which didn't is really two. say besides Ethan Suplee, there's uh, Coolio and um, Entourage's Kevin Connolly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say he's most known for popped up in a few other movies, but. Um, and a couple chicks that look vaguely familiar. But <laughs> yeah, and the guy with the where. big disgusting face. There's a couple of oh, of that guys. <laughs> oh, and Tom, uh, Tom Gainey's in it. Yeah, and yeah. the dude from well, Lost. M- no, MC Gainey. <laughs> He's MC Tom Friendly Hammer yes, slash Gainey. Lost here. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's the weird, weird, weird jowls guy, Pumpkinhead, yeah. <laughs> butt yeah. face. I, I kept calling ass him. Ass I, face. I, I was calling him Boss Nass from Star Wars. That's basically what he looked like. He was gonna do it any given moment. Like just yeah, guy. he was that guy. I, I there was a point I asked if he was wearing prosthetics. Yeah, I honestly thought he was. And then somebody pulled up the. I think T. Stroll yeah, pulled up like, the iPhone, went to IMDb, and found a picture of him that looked exactly like he did in the movie. He yeah, a, that's. I recognized him. I've seen him before. Yeah, and I believe my response was "kill it with fire." That fire. is a yep. weird dude. Mm. Like John Merrick ain't got nothing on that man. That is a jowly son of a bitch. Yeah, you should see him scream. One day he'll die, and, and somebody rich and famous will buy his remains. Probably. 
Um, <laughs> They'd have to preserve that weird flesh that <laughs> yeah. surrounds yeah, the rest of his face. Yeah, they'll just have to mummify face. him. To, yeah, but that, that was just, he's just a weird-looking dude. Yeah, that guy's scary. And, and uh, coincidentally enough, plays a character named Assface. Assface. Yeah. Apparently so, he got the name in elementary school, and it just stuck. Mm-hmm. Like an ass, like to a Klingon. <laughs> but so, I gotta ask: mm-hmm. Is this a comedy? Is this what it's built? What it's built That's as? What it's built as? Yes. Oh, wow. Good. Um, well, yeah. When when you pull a piece of dynamite out of someone's butt and it goes, call it a comedy. Sure, I guess. Hmm. That went to some dark places, though, man. It did. It did. Little Hudson hockey. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the funny. Uh, and with... it's not just because they paid like twenty dollars for lighting. No, <laughs> I, I was actually. Whack, that's whack, exactly whack. where I was going to go. And I, I know I was. I'm mostly alone in my in my unwavering uh, love of, of Hudson Hawk. But this, I think, falls squarely into that category of movies where it's really misdirected. Like I don't mean the the direction of the movie. I mean. The fact that it's like it's a rated R movie that plays like a kids movie, yeah, like Hudson Hawk, or I mean, I'm trying to think of something because you can go the other way too. You can have something mm-hmm. that probably should be rated R, like Last Action Hero, yeah. And then because I mean, if you're going to spoof a series of action movies that are all rated R, why would you make a PG or I think maybe it was PG thirteen movie? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so, so. so you can go both ways, but this definitely falls in that. I mean, there's a bajillion fucks and cocksuckers and yeah. everything in this Motherfucker. movie. Motherfucker. Yeah. It almost seems like they put those in there just to get an R rating. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and given this time period, I'm sure they were trying to capitalize on the, um, you know, the post clerks like Kevin Smith. You know, let's be edgy. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, they don't have his dialogue writing skills. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Um, or joke telling ability or, well, anything yeah, else. There's nothing memorable. Yeah. And Kevin Conley just comes off as a complete asshole. Yes. Like he's, the entire movie. He's, this movie's Andrew McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like even more self centered a character than Andrew yeah, McCarthy's was in Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, he's just like, fuck you, whatever. Yeah. It's, Go it's on. all about me. It's all your fucking fault. I don't fault. care if you die. You you're my best friend. You know, I don't care. <laughs> and then they hug and, I love you. You're my best friend. I'm like, oh, seriously, gets him, dude, yeah. you got to get a fucking new friend. And seriously. then he gets him laid. So, yeah. Uh, that was his only redeeming mm, quality. That was, like, beyond shooting fish in a barrel. There was 20 people in that town. Yeah. yeah. Three of them were and they chicks. And they made a point to say that she hadn't had sex in two years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. That, so a lot she was of, so then she climbs on top Mount Ethan Suplee before Mount his Ethan. weight loss happened and yeah. dislocates a hip. I'll tell you what, that, that is one <laughs> Makes good, it work, though. That is one good thing about the movie. Uh, good job, Ethan. Yeah, seriously, dude. <laughs> lost some weight, Wow. Bro. Yeah. I'd, I'd forgotten. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of jarring to see him in yeah, this movie I mean, compared to how he is these days. I, I, yeah, I don't even think... Of, I don't... Like a, he didn't... Maybe it was just the way he was dressed in, if, if, like, Mallrats versus this, but, I mean, Jesus, I think this must have been, at, like, the peak of his of his weight. Yeah. Seriously, but... Dude, like he was pretty big in American History X, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty large. But I was right around the same time period. That's probably yeah. closer in time period. It's like 100 pounds lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's lost More. like a person. Yeah. So, yeah. Good job, man. And also good job on making better movies now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is kind of not the best follow-up to American History X. <laughs> no, but, you know. Of course, then he, went, then he was in, what, Remember the Titans the next year, I believe. So that Yeah, kinda, that was uh, brought it definitely back pretty much a breakthrough movie. But also in the same year, I would... <laughs> also, I've seen it, so I can make fun of it too but uh, i have seen vulgar um oh i've seen that yeah that's a that's that was a, harsh it's harsh and it's not i mean i don't know who that movie's directed for i mean it, it's weird it's people who are already afraid of clowns yeah well yeah. and rape 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a dark. <laughs> those are dark two movie. big ones. <laughs> it's one of those. It's again. It's it's a movie. I, I don't want to get too off topic, but it's a movie that like is really. Yeah, I don't know what the target audience is because it's not funny. It's just dark, dark, dark. Is there any clown dough in it? <laughs> just the he, clown himself. He is the clown. Yeah. The clown is the clown dough. But anyway. So Actually, yeah, that I you know, two misfires there, but I, I think you you've done much better here lately. Yeah. So Well then you got Coolio in this one. Yeah. In a triple role. A uh, triple Eddie Murphy, oh. uh, Ty, uh Tyler Perry kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, once he was again, doing the Tyler Perry thing before Tyler Perry did the Tyler Perry thing. Yes. This proves uh, Harlow's theory that there is no good movie with Coolio in it. <laughs> I'm sticking with it until I see otherwise. Come on, he was in Batman and Robin. Uh, there has been no good movies with Coolio in them. <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil, again. director's cut. Oh. I've not seen the director's cut. She's like stabbing at open wounds now. No, no, no. <laughs> He's just trying to piss me off because I actually like Daredevil. <laughs> is Coolio in Daredevil? He's in the director's cut. Are you kidding me? Nope. What the fuck? Yep. Does he say motherfucker? I don't believe so. Huh. Yeah. TV movies but don't no. count because he has been the voice of Quasimodo yeah, in Futurama. True. <laughs> he plays. Uh, he plays Tyrone and Tyrone and Jerome. Mm-hmm. Though then, Tyrone is only played as a corpse. Right. And uh, he plays their sister Sharon, and with a C H C H E R O N E. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah which is kind of like funny, be- just because it's so jarring the first time he shows up on screen as the sister, yes. and the cuts are kind of so bad as far as like the we've got the same actor playing. Right. You know, they do like. They didn't even. They don't try, even try. Yeah, they didn't try like, the split screen thing at all. No, period. they were. Like, they, did, they were it. like, you know what? We've got like fifty five dollars left in the budget. <laughs> Let's just throw him on one side. He's in makeup. We should film not them have, all. Shouldn't have bought that Bring one light bulb. Throw a wig on him. Yeah. <clears throat> but they did give him the two best lines. If there are best lines to be had in this yeah. movie, um, the first well, one is. Do we? I mean, do we shut the fuck up and make me a cheeseburger? Yeah, <laughs> which he says to the to the two main female characters in this movie are both waitresses that work because mm-hmm. apparently this is such a one horse town that there are um, exactly two places to go. There's the diner and the and the honky tonk bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah. also the the mine shaft. Well, the, the, and the hotel. I'm just saying, like social station. social places. Yeah. Apparently, that's it though. The two I, social places are the honky tonk bar and the um, the diner where the two mm-hmm. waitresses work. So yeah, yeah. Hamburger and, King. And the, oh, it, yeah, that's what it's called, is Hamburger yeah, King. Hamburger. Oh, Hamburger King? Okay. And Coolio, it's kind of funny because Coolio just, like, randomly shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, he will just suddenly appear in a scene like he's to been threaten there. them. Like he's yeah. been there all along. Well, he's been there and nobody noticed until he kind of sauntered up. Yeah, the, the very first time he shows up, it was a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, when they showed uh, the body bag for Tyrone, correct me if I'm wrong, but there were two pieces, right? <laughs> yes. So apparently they chopped him in half with their sob. Sobs do that with yeah. no damage to the sob whatsoever. Sobs do that too. Yeah, really. The sobs very, are just hidden. Kill, they're very saw-like. Yes. They're very. It's a very that's, sharp. That's bumper. why they yes. call it a sob. <laughs> that's is it Swedish engineering. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. Bork, they bork you really hard. Borky borky bork. Yeah, yeah. And what was the other line he got? Um... It was something about he said it to himself or aka his sister, I guess, and he said, "Don't make me Ike up on you" or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> don't make me go all Ike. Yeah, on you, I th- well, I think he actually said or it like Ike up. Yeah, he used that as a verb. Yeah, he used Ike as a verb. Don't make me Ike up on your ass. For you younger viewers or listeners, that would be Ike and Tina, <laughs> Ike Turner. 
beat the shit out of Tina Turner. Look it up. Wikipedia. Ike Turner reference. What's love got to do with it? Always talking. Starring Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. Go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way we have to explain the jokes. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's stop doing that. All right. Yeah, but he he gets some of the best lines, some of the best unintentional comedy just from Sharon, Mm -hmm. who they want their ring that apparently Tyrone Tyrone was wearing and Sam stole. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, in the very beginning of the movie, I swear that was a class ring. It looked like a class ring. Yes. I agree. And then it changed into something fancier looking by the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. I swear it was just a class ring in the very beginning. I thought so, too. Because you said the same thing. Like, what's in this ring? Like, there's got to be something hidden in the ring because it's just a damn class ring. the way this movie was shot and edited and everything, they probably... Gumball machine. They probably had the nice (laughs) ring at the end and then realized that they didn't have a shot of him stealing the ring in the beginning. Mm. So chances are they're like, who's got a red class ring? Yeah. And threw it in there because that, that's yeah. how so much of this movie is. Yeah, felt. I swear the first close up, I was just like, it's it's a class ring. Because, I mean, there's low budget. And I think then I saw then Class like, of 84 on it. Yeah, actually. there's like low budget and then there's just talentless low budget. Yeah. And this, I mean, Definitely. it really falls over there. And, and the best thing is that two directors. <laughs> yeah. For the first 10 you, minutes or so, basically all you can, you can see is road reflectors. Yeah. There's no light whatsoever. Yeah, and it's super grainy and it's just, it's everything's so poorly lit through so many scenes it's like it's like they didn't even block them out they just showed up on the set and said handed a camera and said go for it yep and that Mm -hmm. you know it's no fun and the way they edit is very it's very jarring and very confusing and there's even some parts where it fades out as if it's going to a commercial break (laughs) no uh, yes yeah you know there's scenes where there's all this conflict and then all of a sudden they're just like well near the end when they're in this mine shaft because uh, we'll get to it later, but they're they're in they're in this mine and and um, Josh, Ethan Sup, Supley. God, I'm terrible at his name. I'm sorry, Ethan, if you're listening to this, but uh, yeah, Ethan goes and uh, he falls off. He falls on an edge, and of course, he's doing the old hanging from the edge of something. Yeah. scene <laughs> where his friend can't pull him up because he's like 400 pounds, truck. and Kevin Conley is like five ten foot pounds, tall, yeah. five feet tall. So he can't pull He's him a up. Leprechaun. And so they're they're trying, they're struggling to pull him up, and then they cut to uh, Pumpkinhead, who's like, you know, bossing <laughs> people around, waving a gun. And then all of a sudden, the two of them just run into the scene. It's like, oh, well, they I sh- they guess showed he him got pull himself up. No, it was just, they didn't. Yeah. They showed it, like, starting to, but they never actually yeah. showed it. That's, that's the second time in the movie, though, because before that, like, off camera, the, the one, uh, Stella, the non-main waitress, if Stella. you will, comes running on screen like, Emma, the other waitress, just got kidnapped by Assface and they yeah. took her into the mine. And it's like, <laughs> well, we might have wanted to see that. I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, it would have made sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, just... It's a kind of a key pivotal yeah. plot point. And then she's I... just got Dave Na- Dave Navarro as part of <laughs> part of Pumpkinhead's gang, and he's just threatening. He's I'm like, realizing of all of our movie summaries, this is making the least sense if you haven't watched it. Yeah, all right. So let's fine. It's, it's no, here's no, what fine. happens. Let's a... just roll. With all right, it. just roll with it. I'm gonna. I'll go through it real quick. This, it makes perfect Tyrone sense. Tyrone has drugs. Uh-huh. They kill Tyrone by accident. Sheriff wants them to be snitches. They don't want to do it. They joined they joined Pumpkinhead's gang anyway. Mm-hmm. Assface, Assface's gang, <laughs> Pumpkinhead, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And they try and woo the two women that exist in the town. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. everyone but the sheriff in the town seems to work in some way for Assface, right? Yeah. Including yeah. the deputy. The deputy does, too. yeah, because yeah. everyone knows their system. But I think the funniest thing let's let's roll back to the very very beginning of the movie is zero tolerance. When, when they hit Tyrone. There's a big white flash. 
And I swear to God, you do not find out through, halfway through the movie that, that the reason coke. that they hit his coke and it exploded onto the windshield. Mm-hmm. Didn't you, you? Now I get it. Exactly. Get it. It I got like, it when they explained it, but yeah. Yeah, as soon as they said it, I was like, Yeah, because oh. when, when they hit him, you just you don't even There's know what flash. the... F- it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's literally a, a white, white flash, flash on the screen. Yeah. And yeah, halfway through the movie, it's like they finally go back to the first two minutes of the movie and say, oh, that was the cocaine exploding on the car when it hit him and apparently cut him in half or something. And that's like a redeeming point of the movie, to be honest, because it was like... Uh, until then, it was why white weird. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, the whole thing. I mean, it's just it's crappy. Yeah. There's 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 yeah, like I said there's there's things that aren't seen that are probably should have been seen. There's scenes oh, that you don't need to see. Scene like, by, at the end of the credits, it just made no that, sense yeah, at all. I couldn't even tell you. That yeah. Was my well, there's one in the middle of the credits where the sheriff just <laughs> takes his red marker and X's <laughs> out the people that were on his wanted list on the wall that Josh killed. But it's funny because he has this list with, like, rewards for all these people. And they all just hang out at the honky-tonk bar. And, at the you know, it's like, hey, if you want to find them, just go to the honky-tonk bar. There's only two places in town. Unless it's it's lunchtime, and then you might find them at the diner. Right. Doing some minor crimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all incarcerated at the beginning, and then they're like, it's like. Yeah. (sighs) It's it's just weird. It's very, very weird. Very badly composed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, there's there's not even like comedy or something to back it up. I mean, it's one thing like you know you you see like first time filmmakers. It's like well you know they tried and but they, you know they got this right, but there's very little right with this. And yeah. Well, I th- and, and I mentioned this before. It was filmed in Arizona, which okay. is why I thought somehow it was weird that they got from D.C. to Arizona. But they didn't they didn't go to Arizona. Exactly. They filmed things but in Canada, and it's supposed to be in wherever. But I don't think there's any mine shafts like that in Mississippi. Uh, Maybe. It's just another continuity. It could have been anywhere. Thing. I mean, it, cause, cause it could have been in West Virginia. It doesn't really matter. I mean, actually, that yeah. would have made Tennessee. More sense. Tennessee's got mines. Maybe you know. Yeah, they said yeah, Dixie, knows. but they didn't yeah. specify where. It was weird. Somewhere it's got some mountains. They have mine. Have mines. <laughs> yeah, that's there all that really matters. Copper mines in the Carolinas, yeah. all over the fucking place. Deal with yeah, it. But in the desert, up. they were in the desert. Whatever. It was just, it, it. I'm telling you, it was just uh, it's something that bothered me. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's. Called, but really, know, these know, women, you know, the women in the movie only seem to be attracted to the two guys because they've seen or their guys. Everyone yeah, else. yeah. <laughs> they, they made it through the ten other guys in the before, town. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. It was it was definitely bad. Thank you, Ethan, for that because <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we concur wholeheartedly. Yeah, this movie's a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, don't, other, don't even bother trying to rent it or anything. Yeah, just unless just, you're like, unless you an just Ethan Sipley completist who has to see everything yeah. that's made. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we or we told Kevin you. Conley or Coolio completist. <laughs> yeah, a Coolio if you completist. really enjoy suffering, you can be a mm-hmm. Coolio or completist. a jowl face. Yeah, yeah, pumpkin head. <laughs> if, if if Rave Dactyl Project Evolution is is out on the Coolio filmography, then please jump to to Bad Trip next. And, yeah, and by the way, ass face pumpkin head's real name is Robert Zadar. Uh huh. He is in a movie that's in post production right now called Stab in Cabin. Yep. <laughs> Looking forward to I it. I can't wait. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. I don't think I ever want to see that man ever again. He's pretty is, fucking creepy. He's yeah. got to be in a lot of horror movies. Maniac Cop one, two, and three. Yeah, he's in a lot of. Oh, horror he's in Maniac stuff. Cop. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> he fits I think in. He in might Maniac be the Cop. Maniac Cop. Uh, <laughs> might be. Maybe. So do we want to just go ahead and get the rating out of the way? And I got to throw a couple things in. Okay, real please, quick. please, please. Yeah, you've got notes. Oh, if shit. there's anything as missed. usual. Um, the sheriff uh, is kind of an odd character. Is your kind of typical small town sheriff, uh, i.e. Nut job, dumbass um, too. Dumbass uh, is convinced that drugs killed his brother, and they explain this is actually kind of funny. 
that his brother was on drugs and making deals and running drugs for a guy and then got on a bus to skip town and the bus crashed and he died. So the sheriff thinks drugs killed his brother and that's why he's so anti-drug. Mm-hmm. Um, zero tolerance. That zero. was kind of funny. Zero. I mean, I don't think a funny picture. Of yeah, I don't think it brother. was supposed to be funny per se. I mean, you, you can't really tell in this movie, but that was just funny because it was like exposition, 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 picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and during the beginning driving, driving portion of the movie, uh, Ethan Supley tells um, uh, Kevin little Connolly, Kevin Connolly, uh, don't be calling me no no vanilla ice. You can. You can talk about my mama, you can talk about my family, you can talk about my friends, but don't be calling me no vanilla ice. That's that just too awesome. far. Um, and I think that... that <laughs> you checked it off. Me. Yeah. <laughs> i got to make sure I talk about this oh, shit. Yeah, they also had the, the more you know scene. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yes, the, um, Ethan uh, Supply thinks he's, he's fairly, um, let's say, urban mm-hmm. in this Could movie. Yeah. And uh, there's another character who works for Assface. And, you know, they have a scene where they're, they're driving in the road. And, you His know, name they, was Driver. His name was Driver? Yes, yes it was. Okay. Yes. Because so that was his job. That was his job. Yeah. He was the driver. Mm. Right. So they're <laughs> driving down the road. They have a little rapport and you know, get to know each other. Then they're you know, hanging out later. Job's done. Drinking back a few beers. And you know, he drops the, he drops the what's up, my in-bomb? You know, and, <laughs> it's like, yeah, and, the guy, and he just, purely, you know, just stops him in the tracks like, what'd you just say? And he, but, but what's funny is that you know, he doesn't, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? He just stops him in his tracks. You know, but, it, but it's funny because it's not like he just says, like, you know, fucking do that again and I'll kill you. He's, he's, he, he gives it like a, you, the more you yeah. know speech. He's like, like you've never been black. You, you do not understand yeah. what it's like to be walking down the street yeah. and be persecuted and you just don't understand. And yeah, I was just waiting for that. <laughs> Sparkle. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. But then the, um, to redeem itself, I think, um, ass face at the very end. <laughs> who's a terrible shot. I'm, I'm going to blame it on the jowls and, and poor inner ear uh, problems. Um, but he just, he, I mean, he's, he's aiming at, at, uh, at, at Josh, uh, you know, Ethan Supley in this. And um, I mean, sorry, dude, but you're, you're a good target. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. And he just totally misses him and shoots his, uh, we were calling him Dave Navarro. Yeah, the, the, he the, shoots yeah. Dave Navarro The, the, the Mexican chest. dude in the, in the chest. Twice. And He's like, this is for that solo album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Yeah. And um, and, he, he, and then he just goes like, goddamn Mexican or something like that. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> no, he just goes fucking Yeah, Mexican. fucking Mexican. And it's yeah. like, all right. Not only did he miss him once, he, 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 yeah, did he miss twice. Josh once. He missed Josh again and shot the same guy twice. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, that was just like I mean, because it, it was weird because like they even like cut over and and Ethan Suplee's like like running around him, like somehow he like curved a bullet wanted style and, and hit Dave Navarro in the chest twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's just there's some really bad cuts. I like the um the other really noticeable bad cut in this movie was the uh, when he when he goes to do the card trick. Um, he's trying to defuse a, a bar fight. By pulls out a deck of cards from nowhere, which was never established. Mm-hmm. Pulls out a deck of cards. I think he had been holding on to him earlier. Actually. Okay, well, maybe, maybe. But um, they they show him and he pulls the cards out and they show a shot um looking at ass face directly and he's got the cards fanned out in his hand and then um it cuts back and he reaches in his pocket and pulls out the cards. So yeah, it's like yay, yay for editing. I find <laughs> it, I find it funny that usually we we come up with a 
a nickname like Assface for the yeah. character. <laughs> so we don't have to. I'm just like, hey, you know, Dick Nose and <laughs> Dave Navarro. And pencil Dave lips Navarro. or whatever. <laughs> Dave Navarro. And we already My favorite had is one... still Mange Mullet. Oh, yes. <laughs> My favorite. I don't know. Clowndo is kind of up there. Well, well, Clowndo wasn't a character. That wasn't a character. Yeah, so it was a character, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, this <laughs> one is all Dave Navarro. This one, well, we actually, I mean, we had a, we had a, pre-made nickname yeah, his nickname was already ass face <laughs> Thanks, how, how much further can you go well we call him pumpkin head or yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> or uh, everything but was, his actual name was, yeah. there was anyway. another another bad editing cut that I actually enjoyed and that was the very last time that everybody else had to scream ring hmm? it's like where's my motherfucking ring yeah but they, it's like they caught him in mid sentence yeah it was good. they were like ing yeah <laughs> that was good yeah but in all this movie's just shit. Don't yeah. even bother. Yeah. yeah, I think we've. Do we want to rate it? I think we've destroyed Sorry, it enough. Folks. Let's go yeah. ahead and. It was definitely no no holds barred there. I hope that that, that qualifies I mean, as no punches yeah. pulled or yeah. anything. Because yeah. uh... and like like I said, I'm not against low budget filmmaking. Yeah. I'm against shitty low budget filmmaking. Exactly. Talentless low budget filmmaking, which is right. w- how this one ended up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you mentioned that you didn't think there was a director of photography film. Oh yeah, because no <laughs> no scenes were lit. I mean, Nothing scenes were there. lit. Horribly basic three point lighting, folks. Yeah, it, it was terrible. I mean, it was not even. I mean, just the, even the scenes in the car. I mean, you're on a sound stage with guys sitting in a car. How hard is it? Maybe they actually the, filmed it out on the road. No, the no, road. because that no. costs way too much money yeah. to set up a rig on a car to film through the windshield. Trust me. Yeah, and then you have it's road a lot noise of money. Yeah. They they could have just taped the. <laughs> That's actually probably why they did that, so that they didn't have to do the yeah, shit the lighting, going lighting sh- behind. Well, no, like the the you know the. Projector showing the road uh-huh. going behind you. If it's totally dark and you can't see shit, all you got to do is the inside of the car. <laughs> yeah, Could but, have been but either way, it's drove the car out to a. Everything's road. bad. Yeah, seriously, guys, like you know, poorly made. Next time, make a student film or two first. Do not oh, somehow yeah. talk somebody into giving you some money and, and named actors to be yeah. in it. Yeah, or else you get this. Or else you get this. But hey, you know, I think that was a that was more of a symptom of the time. You know, like mm-hmm. independent films supposedly blowing up, so everyone was trying to find the hot new director and get yeah. their El Mariachi made and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, fail. Like I said, t- <laughs> tough to even. Like, there's barely anything on IMDb about this one. Wikipedia doesn't even have a page, so this is probably maybe, for the best. Maybe that's why he pointed it out because they're trying to cover yeah. cover it up. And actually, I'm I'm thinking uh, right now we have just given the most comprehensive analysis that this film has ever oh, received. Yeah, probably, like, probably. Hey, that's Which, what we do. So Ethan. yeah, but if you guys are putting it out on Blu-ray, we're not doing the commentary track for this one. No, sorry, never. I yeah. come in peace. Yes. yes, a thousand times. Yes, this one. No, no, a thousand that is times. No. Awesome. One half of the directing team has gone on to do nothing but direct reality shows. <laughs> oh yeah. How one directs a reality show. Not sure. All right, you, go over there and be a bitch. You, go over there and cry. All right, action. What's my inspiration? Apparently this wasn't their first first time out doing something, too, and that's even more sad. Uh They made the Silver Surfer. Mm, Yeah, short. Yeah, anyway. So, Ethan, you asked, we delivered. Yeah, let's let's give some ratings here. Let's give some ratings. Who's got them? Um... I'm, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a three bag, mm. um, and the only things that save it are we did get some laughs out of just the, just the sheer stupidity of it. And the couple of funny lines were pretty damn funny. I mean, 
I'm a big fan of the, you know, like the line from South Park, get your bitch ass in the kitchen and make me some pie. Mm-hmm. And and go back, you know, go and make me a cheeseburger is pretty damn close and good. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, yeah. uh, I'm going to go with a three-bagger on this one. That's that's what I had decided on even before you said that. It was it was it's a three-bag. It's not it's not like the depths of hatred like I have for the five bag stuff that we've done that I just won't even name thus far, but really a couple of Coolio lines and that's about it. That's in there. That's worth seeing. Yeah. This, this could hover around a a four or five bag territory, but to me, like it doesn't deserve it. It's just like, it's it's between a four and a three, but yeah. I mean, I'm I'm, at this point, it's like booing at the special Olympics. You're like, you know what? (laughs) You just, it's just not that. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel bad for everyone involved and that's kind of where this is right now. To me, like I said, it's it's more egregious with something like a Twilight or a Batman and Robin, where there's a huge fuck ton budget and yeah. all that, and it should be because well, that should know, be good, but it could be good because you know this had no budget. Yeah, like no all budget, the budget was yeah, in paying exactly. the people, paying the actors to show up. Sure. basically, yeah. that's why I, I I can never truly have as much hate for something super low budget, even if it's shitastic. Yeah. As like I hate things that. Have a budget, unless it's yeah. pretentious and shit-tastic. Yeah, yeah. And this definitely did not suffer from pretentious. No, no it no. was lowbrow, and that's why I gave it a two bags. Um, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it had crested uh, the three bag quite, because um, yeah, it wasn't really pretentious, and we had some fun with it, and yeah. we just—I uh, don't know—it just wasn't. It wasn't. Didn't leave that greasy feeling that a three bag or higher movie would leave or lower so, you mean <laughs> i don't know yeah. kevin kevin conley's character yeah. is pretty yeah but it was he pretty was pretty bad for it me. was pretty cliche i wanted to hurt him yeah i i hate pretty that that's your, to go through the screen and since you, considering you didn't know who he was i hate that that's your first experience not that my movie experience with him has been all that good because he was also yeah. the only other movie i've seen him in is the notebook which <laughs> i'm not going to go into yeah. but um <laughs> you know i i really do like him on entourage like i said i it's a weird show because almost nobody's likable on it, but he is. He's mm-hmm. the he's the guy you can relate to, well, kind of guy, and and totally opposite this douchebag that he played in this one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of banal douchebaggery, so yeah. it didn't really. Yeah, know, been there, done that. But. Yeah. So Tistro, what do you got? I, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a four bag. Four okay. bagger. Yeah, and there's a my qualification on that is I have not seen Twilight. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Twilight's this was this was worry. pretty much one of the worst movies that I've seen, and seriously, I, I'm not sure I followed it. And you guys know I didn't have one single drink during that movie. Yeah. I just still, I, it was bad. Yeah, yeah, just it was pretty just broken, <clears throat> inept. Yeah. yeah, the acting, uh, well, wasn't that bad uh, except for Coolio as a female, <laughs> Sharon Famali. Sharon. Oh dear. Yeah, that was yeah. With with basically the same voice, you know that was the, the best part of it. You guys are picking up on pitch. on some of the main points. Like if you're looking for the bad guy and you know where his hangout is, yeah. Well, why don't you go there? Just go there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's it's terrible. You can three three point nine on IMDb agrees with us. Hmm. Still not. That's pretty we, high though. Yeah, that's kind of high for compared to yeah. yeah what we've done. Some of the things we've done. Yeah. I mean, like I said, as as, as bad and dumb as like say Fantastic Four was. It had a plot. It followed yeah. a plot. Mm-hmm. It had bad costumes and bad acting and bad special effects, but at least it had a plot. It had a first act, second act, in, and third act, in which this, this one kind of didn't. This movie had a, a double agent redneck working for the cops and the drug, the drug cartel, mm-hmm. but the drug cartel 
was this highly organized, well-known and uncatchable group that was constantly in the daylight. It was yeah. just dumb. The movie was dumb. Yeah, was they were dumb. like vampires that only sparkle when they go in the daylight. They don't <laughs> oh, explode great. into flame. It's like, what's the point? Come on. Right. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we've talked about All this right, movie. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's wrap this Ethan, up like a burrito. Ethan, you're a mean person. Yeah. You're a mean We one. don't. <laughs> yeah. But we we do thank you, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for um thanks for helping broaden our horizons or yeah. something. <laughs> you helped help set some bars for the lotus. And getting our quote unquote comedy quota back up since yeah. we only really have yeah, a couple we're, other we're gonna quote go unquote with, comedies. We're going with some explosions list. next week, that's for goddamn yeah. sure. And whenever we have something this bad, we come back with something we Yes, it it's usually followed by some explosions. By some a four shit by, by a four jocker. Yeah, you gotta uh, get some jocks. A few times. Yeah. All right. Let's take our break. Sounds good. All right. We'll be back. And we're back. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. All right. <laughs> okay, I just have to point this out. All right. I'm just browsing the internet right now hmm. on one of my message boards. What the fuck is the internet? The quote, the, uh, the topic, a series someone has, of tubes. topic someone has started is just, has anyone made a porn called Come Dog Millionaire yet? Oh. <laughs> Which is immediately followed by a link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well played, porn industry. Well played. Oh, oh, man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I got to catch that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, let's get to our topic. Yeah. Shall Why don't you we? read it off there since is you already there, have it. Well, before, up. before we topic guys, mm, anybody, anybody seen anything? Mm. Any, had anything interesting? I've not seen anything for the last 24 hours since my TV died. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, yeah. Lamp, we lamp, we lamp. had to relocate for today's, uh, tonight's movie. Got any, nine projection TVs. Any movie yeah. shit? Um, no. Funny people came out. None of us saw it. I, I can apparently when Eminem shows up, you're supposed to leave. Yeah. That's all I've been told. Okay. Uh, we've really fallen off the summer movie yeah. well, festival. I mean, it's been kind of it's a slow couple. The of weeks most there. anticipated stuff really. There hasn't been much that. Has piqued my interest at all. Yeah, it's just kind of falling flat. I mean, I mean other than Harry Potter, are, I mean, yeah. it's like Harry Potter is getting like rave reviews, but we're all kind of like, well, I, honestly, I don't know because a lot of the reviews I've gotten from like you know non-critic, just normal people, okay, have not been particularly positive. Oh, right. they, apparently, it's a lot of teen angst. Well, this is the stuff. character okay. development yeah, phase I know, I know, of it. But so. A lot of people are just... Character you know. development in Act 6? <laughs> yes. I, believe it or not, that's supposedly well, why it's, it's slow. Like to, me, more movies, to me, so. I just kind of stopped watching them just because I've read the books. Yeah. I know what happens, and I know that the books are better regardless. Rocks so it's fall, kinda, everyone dies. Yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting until I can get the big Blu-ray box set, and then I'll be done with it. Okay. Not done with it, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, because you'll have to... Then I'll see the last yeah, four. Watch it. Then you'll be done with it. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I can talk about that I've watched is uh, Tokyo Gorg Police, <laughs> which... Um, I can't believe you watched that without me. Sorry. Why don't you clue us into that experience uh, real quick? Well, okay, for those who may not be in the know, there is... I'll go ahead and say uh, it's its own genre of film. It's the uh, Japanese uh, like ultra-violence movies. I mean, we're talking like buckets of blood and... Now limbs get lopped off and tempora, fire, fire hoses. Tempora hands. Well, that's Machine Girl. But yes, yeah. but it's the same genre. I, I know. Okay. Well, there's Machine Girl. There's there's Tokyo Gore Police. I mean, you can almost go back and lump something like uh, Battle Royale, which is a little more well known, into that. It's not. That's really tame compared to these newer ones, to be honest with you. But yeah, it's a it's a strange, weird genre. Machine Girl is a lot of fun. 
It's just it's funny violence. Tokyo Gore Police is fucking disturbing. <laughs> it really is. I mean, it just it goes to a level. So why are the Tokyo policing? Why are the police policing Gore? <laughs> they, they don't. They're, it's, they created. It, it's once again we're talking the uh, privatized police force. Oh, of course. Um, um, Which is always line. corrupt. Yeah, of course it's highly corrupt. And then there's uh, these mutant people that are called engineers that run around, who they've basically changed their bodies to um, mutate and stuff. It's just it's really to weird. be gorier. Basically, like anytime something gets lobbed off, if if the person's an engineer, like let's say their arm gets lopped off. And maybe they were holding a sword. Well, they're probably going to ha- like grow back a sword arm, <laughs> you know. So it's, it okay. becomes this weird, you know. If you lose a limb or whatever, it kind of comes back as something else. <laughs> it's just it's seriously disturbing. It's it's just weird ass. It's weird ass. I mean, like I said, Machine Girl. If you're going to start with something, start with Machine Girl because it's 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 strange and it's bloody, but it's kind of funny too. Um, this is just like this is seriously like, I yeah, it's, tw- it's twisted. It's really twisted. And you're someone who's seen a lot of twisted stuff. Yeah. So this is this is probably for you to say that means yeah. I will never watch probably this movie not ever. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. And if you want to see a great trailer for one that's out, upcoming, oh, yes. Go check out uh, Robo Geisha. Um, <laughs> there's a YouTube <laughs> clip of it. The creepiest voiceover yeah. ever. Awesome. Yeah. You mean best? Yeah. <laughs> best, best, creepiest. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. It's a, it's a very very strange. Genre yeah. in that, and there's also another one I want to say. It's like Vampire Girl versus Werewolf Girl, or something like that. It's from the same company. It's basically just shitting these movies out pretty pretty often now. Mm-hmm. Attack the gas station. Does that fall into Tokyo? No, 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 no. That was that's. Uh, I don't know what you'd call that. I mean, the number one. I don't think that's Japanese. I think I think that was Korean. That's oh, you're right. One. That was something else. Yeah, I believe that was Korean or Thai. I can't remember, but um, yeah, it's. It, I mean, that was a little bit violent, but that's. Kind of a whole different genre. This is weird comedy. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, but all the violence was like believable. Like someone gets shot, it's just a gun wound. It's not like fire hose yeah, eruption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I don't. Yeah, if it's your thing. Yeah. As far as Tokyo Gore goes, if you if you imagine the scene from Kill Bill. Yeah. The, w- with the katana. Yeah. And the little girl. But and, multiply it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and these, these kind of, you know that kind of effect has been around for a while in mm-hmm. a lot of movies, but this is like. You know, amping it up. It's, it's almost like a weird live action anime. It's just, it's very bizarre, very weird, and some cases funny. Like I said, Machine Girl's actually pretty funny and intentionally funny. But mm-hmm. like I said, Tokyo Workplace, Jesus, fucked up. Yeah. Just messed in the head. Yep. Fucked up genius. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to a topic, shall right. we? Yeah, we decided to pull another John P. topic. All right. Thanks. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Thanks, John P. Yeah. We got, um, one we pulled this week is how we found ourselves getting interested in the world of bad movies. Okay. Since we do conduct a podcast every week. So this is like our in which or, we origin watch story, bad if you will. Movies. Yeah. This is our issue zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's odd. Uh, if you don't mind me going first. No, go for no, it. The, the last uh, subject matter is actually how I got kind of pulled into bad movies. Horror movies. Yeah. Bad horror movies. Chopping Mall. Uh good stuff you know and you guys know that i love the saw mm-hmm. stuff and you make fun of me for it but whatever yeah i've I, never seen any of them so i can do you also like comment. musicals by any chance no no oh, okay do you good. like movies about gladiators <laughs> <laughs> no no i was just <laughs> there was this one time in a turkish prison camp never mind anyway. 
Uh, stuck a flute in my pussy. Never know. Hey, hey, no. hey so anyway. um, so you watch, no. so you like a lot of horror movies, had, a lot of violent movies. At the time, my my parents were pretty much against me watching MTV or anything that was they Edgy. considered, yeah, more than less than corruptive. Corrupt. Yeah. So was it like Gracie stuff that you weren't allowed to watch, pretty like much. sexy dancing? Kind of thing. Well, sexy dancing, fun time. That Madonna yeah. it had less to do with that than they. They were misguided in the thought that that horses running through mist were the signs of evil and stuff like. Yeah, the eighties videos were weird. Okay. Yeah, uh, the whole take on me, aha, that freaked them out. Really? Yes, really? pencil drawings and you coming know, to life. Yeah, it was weird. Is that the devil's work? Yeah, but but not. That's not how my family ever. Actually, the rest of Aha's catalog is the devil's work. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. No, my family wasn't ever like that. Just they preferred that we not watch that kind of stuff. Very I, conservative. I had or? one friend, Charles, mm-hmm. who uh, frequently was able to steal his parents. It wasn't a blockbuster. It was one of those video stores, but um, he just loved. Bad horror movies. So mm-hmm. we'd go over to his house and watch bad horror movies a lot. Mm-hmm. Like probably a good two or three a week. You know. Nice. Well, that's about... Uh, so, so you kind of went there and stayed there? Yeah, I started with the horror movies and and, and it really never has left. Mm-hmm. I love some bad horror movies. That's why the Tokyo Gore stuff is... That's why you're mad that you haven't seen it yet and Harlow has. I'm... Sorry. Or that he watched it without you. Nah, well, I didn't, you know... That sounds a little... Netflix. Yeah, yeah I know. You guys have watched uh, Machine Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there is that. Mm-hmm. That movie rocked. <laughs> no, there's a good well, scene. I know there's, there's the drill bra. There's yeah, there's a good 10-second scene of seeing this guy's right. face just disintegrate via machine gun. It's pretty good. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that like the end of Indiana Jones? <laughs> Almost. I, it kind of, Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was the arc machine gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the, um, the fact yeah. that it was her leg didn't hurt either. The machine gun was her leg. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah, a little planet terror action kind yeah. of, mm-hmm. but with a chain nice. gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, that's, kind of it. that's about it. Yeah. All right. I'll go next. Go for it. Since everybody's yeah. just looking at each other, um, mine stemmed from uh, roundabout. I guess it was about 1989, 1990. Um, my parents decided that they were that they were going to cancel their cable to save money. And Continental Cablevision, uh, the cable provider in that in our area at that time, uh, was really shitty. They were really like just sloppy as to how things were done. And uh, so they stopped sending us a bill for six or seven years. <laughs> and forgot to turn off our cable. So in those formative years of my life, we had the luxury of HBO and Cinemax. And Solid. Yeah, so staying up late at night watching whatever shite came on HBO or uh, whatever was on Skinemax or Cinemax that wasn't uh, Skinemax, uh, watching tons of terrible movies. Um, <clears throat> movies like I Come in Peace, uh, yes. which is a terribly awesome movie, as we've already discussed. Um Stuff like uh, Second Sight and Weekend at Bernie's 2 and um, just a, the whole realm of those early 90s really terrible, uh, I guess, B-movies that, that came on the channels when either either afternoons or late nights 
sitting at home watching them because, you know, my parents had gone to bed and I just couldn't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I watched a bunch of those movies and I guess I just started to kind of appreciate them and later on just started to started to seek them out because it's funny, <laughs> basically. And no, I was, I was right there with to, you, actually. Yeah. I mean, I had the same thing. I think I think we might have had Continental Cable or whoever, but they did the same thing. Yeah. They turned us off and left it all on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what was funny about, uh, I guess I guess it was six or seven years later, it had changed hands. It was either Media One or Comcast, whichever it was, or AT&T, whichever it was at that point in time. Uh, somebody came and knocked on the door, and uh, they said, um, excuse me, Mr. Name Omitted, um, <laughs> that's a really weird last name. Yeah, it is. Is that uh, French? Yes. Um, <clears throat> we noticed that. Uh, do you guys have cable service? And my dad said, "Well, yes." <laughs> the guy said, "Okay, we're going to turn it off." And my dad said, "Okay," <laughs> which is a surprising honesty. Because I was, yeah, I was. I was. Yeah. Well, where does that get you? They were going to turn it off anyway. Yeah. Obviously, because we weren't on the list of people who were paying for it, but. Mm. Um, I'm really surprised that they didn't come back and charge us for seven years of, of cable service. <laughs> but I started to seek it out, and it just so happened that I, you know, the friends that I made were like-minded, and we all uh, like you guys. Um, if you know, not Fuck that we're friends up. or anything, but um, Fuck you. <laughs> wow. But uh, most of my friends ended up being like-minded, and we just loved the schlock of it all. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, when I was growing up. My family, we had cable until about, uh, I think, 1983. Mm-hmm. And then my parents got rid of it. And I never had it while I lived in the house Ooh. until, you know, I uh, left for college. So it was quite a while that I went <laughs> without cable or any of that. So I didn't have that kind of bad movie outlet. Uh, the only the only thing I really had was uh, my friend Jason moved into a house across the street from me. I guess it was right around uh, 1990. And his family... They were like fanatics. They would go to 16,000 movies every Friday, and they would come back with a stack of about 12 movies every Friday. And then they would watch all of them, like all weekend. That's all they would do. You know, and then they'd tape the ones that they really liked. <laughs> and so that's how, you know, I got to see stuff like Robot Jocks. And, you know, like that was where I first saw Predator and, you know, Predator 2 after that because that had just come out. And, you know, a lot of just all that late 80s um early 90s the bad stuff you know the stuff that we end up really loving here mm-hmm. you know maybe that's a nostalgic thing for me as a, as a part of that but i know you know seeing all those that's like that's where i saw them was hanging out at their house on the weekends because my family is you know it's they barely ever watch movies my dad sees one movie a year <laughs> and with him if there's one thing that he thinks is not like realistic he just shuts the movie off completely you know he's like oh that's wow. stupid this movie's stupid why are we watching this you know it's like they wouldn't do that, you know, so it's like, and he just shuts it off. So my dad, he's, you know, my family was not that much of an influence at all as far as movies go, but being able to go to my friend's house. I got a Christmas gift idea for your dad. The, uh, What's that? Porn of the Month Video Club. Yeah. No. Yeah. You've not, you haven't met my dad. Hey, it's all yeah. real. Porn is real. Mm, yeah. Right. No, and he'd be like, he wouldn't fix the sink. He, like he'd that. be like, <laughs> yeah. he fixes the cable. Yeah, he would. He would you. fix the cable. That pizza doesn't. guy never comes without. They pants. never answer the door in a negligee. What the hell is that? 
large Italian sausage. You wouldn't use a seven sixteenths wrench on that. That's too much. <laughs> yeah. You got to turn uh, the water off before you fix this. But yeah, seeing all those, you know, before I left for college, you know, in the early nineties, that was, you know, that was a lot of fun. And then I kind of, you know, gravitated more towards the higher budget, more artsy type stuff as you know as college went on. You know, and I got into film analysis and all that sort of thing. Boy. Yeah, yeah, I got too smart for my britches. And, you know, and I'll admit, before we started doing this, I was kind of above a lot of crappy movies. And I just didn't have any interest in them because it was kind of like, well, why watch a bad movie when you can watch a good one? But, you know, definitely through this, I've learned a lot more that, you know, you could it helps you to enjoy just the sheer craziness of some movies. Whereas, you know, a, a year ago, I probably would have dismissed a lot of stuff that we've mm-hmm. seen. Like Torque, I would have just, like... Smash things after watching like, this movie, you know, and I gave it what three jocks or whatever, right. you know. I was like, this movie was good. This movie was all right. It was it was all right when they tried to keep it realistic, but then once they went insane, it turned awesome. You know, that's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that I can appreciate now. The exact opposite you would have had before. Yeah. Whereas before, I would have been like, it went crazy at the end. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? You know, I kind of would have been, I guess, a little bit like my dad. He'd be like. They would never have been able to jump that motorcycle onto a train. What the? <laughs> this is stupid. You know. But, yeah, I think without without any pain, there could be no yep. pleasure. Kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So that's definitely it's helped. You know, and, and like I've said before, stuff like Transformers Two, I probably would have despised mm-hmm. if I hadn't really had. You know, if you'd the even made it through the first one, you probably oh, wouldn't yeah. have even seen the second one in before if you'd watched the first one before. Yeah, but I can definitely appreciate. You know, the fact that not all movies have to be a work of art. Not all movies have to follow the strict set of rules and be realistic all the time and, you know, and have some deeper meaning. Sometimes you just want a movie that's a whole lot of damn fun. Just balls out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think kind of like a common theme for our movie taste, for our bad movies and our movie influence, I guess, is the uh, late 80s, early 90s bad action flicks. Specifically sure. B-movies mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. The stuff that, you know, kind of started out with, oh, let's make an action. Oh, shit. We don't have any money. Okay. All right. Just make it crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes that's the way to go. Yeah. Most times that's the way to go. Pretty much. Run out of money, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Harlow, your origin story? Um, yeah. I, I, I want to say I, I think, <laughs> I think like the death of the independent video store really has hurt the bad movie world. Because... Mm-hmm. I, I had a similar experience. I mean, we had the illegal cable kind of thing too, but I, I mean, I would sit and watch parts of movies on there, but I, I mean, it was the, it was the trip to the independent video store that really started me early on. I mean, like I said, I, I would go and just, I cleaned out the entire sci-fi and fantasy section. If mm-hmm. it was there, I pretty much watched it. I may not remember them all, but I've seen like horrible, stupid fantasy movies like death stalker and wizards and mm-hmm. blah, 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 and sorcerers and whatever. So, you know, it's like, I started there and then I got, you know, I got into like high school and I kind of, I kind of did the same thing. It was like, I think I want to be a filmmaker, you know, and I started, you know, watching movies to watch movies and to, to, to study the art and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because by the time I, I went to film school, I actually went to Orlando to go to film school and where you had the home of 16,000 movies. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'd been, all the local video stores had been gone and I went down there, and there's suddenly there's 16,000 movies again. And it was like, it just reawakened my love of bad movies. I would yeah, just, that place was awesome. It was amazing. I mean, it was the size of a blockbuster, but it actually had not just your 
what I like to call the top 40 movies, you know? Mm, right. And this was, you can find every kind of weird, crazy thing. And then when we kind of cleaned that place out, then we went to another place called Superstore Video News, which I believe, I, I, I think it's, it's an independent chain. I think almost any of them I've been to have been Asian-owned because they have an awesome, awesome, like, martial arts and Asian cinema section. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we, I mean, we ran the gambit of that too. <laughs> nice. And, um, and it's funny because it's like, you, you think, I mean, obviously I watched a lot of films in film school, you know, things, this is how you do it. But it was funny, like we do that in class and talk about the theory of film and everything. And I'd go home and watch the bad movies. And it's like, I felt like I learned, learned more from that because it's like, here's what not to do. And here's what to do if you're yeah. just strictly making a popcorn movie. And, and you know, here's and, what happens when you do it wrong. Right. And, you know, and it was just, I I, th- I think that kind of sparked my interest in stuff more because it was like, you'd watch something like Lawrence of Arabia and it's like, well, yeah, sure. If you have thousands of extras and a huge budget, <laughs> yes, you can make something like this. But let's, let's look at like what somebody did with $5,000, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, you, I, I was more yeah. sparked by watching something like El Mariachi or Clerks or, Clerks. you know, things like that. It was like, oh, you know, for the price of a car, you could, you know, make a name for yourself mm-hmm. and. Yeah, if you max out enough credit cards, you know, here you go. Here's how you do this, and yeah, you know, that was much more inspiring to me to watch. The then, movies. Yeah, and it's neat to find out stuff like like El Mariachi. It's the same gun, right? Throughout the entire movie, like yeah. every you know, there bunch of guys point guns at other no people. Way. And no, the I didn't way know they that. cut the movie, it's all they only had one gun, hmm. so they they were able to cut it where you know, cut to this guy holding the gun, cut to this guy holding the gun, cut to this guy pulling it out of the you know the holster oh, nice. or whatever. And it's you know they used one gun, you know that sort of stuff. You. You do, awesome. and, but the way that they filmed it, you had no idea. Like if, if nobody had said that, you would not. It would not have even crossed your mind. Yeah, and like I said, those are examples of the highest form of low budget movies. I mean, those are why these people are now famous and have budgets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, I think you can get just something that's just as good out of something like I Come in Peace. I mean, you know, for a movie of that budget and style, that's about as good as you can do. I mean, it's like I think they hit their level. That's why I always say like. I mean, to me, one of my favorite B-movies, I will always say, is Predator. To me, Predator is the best fucking B-movie action mm-hmm. with the biggest budget, perfectly made movie ever. Wow. I, mean, I wouldn't have considered Predator to be a B-movie. That's because it's 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 got the budget and they did it perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it comes across Yeah, but as, if you think about the plot. Yeah, the plot is, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's one it's stereotype after Indians. another. Yeah, it's one little stereotype after another and... You know, one-liners and... Oh, it's a chain gun mowing down an entire jungle. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, it's... It's just one scene. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That, I, I wouldn't have considered that a movie. I mean, it, it's it's the blob, but the blob has guns. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's... Mm-hmm. You know, in the 50s, that would have been it. You know, the terror from space, you know, but, you know, right. here it was with yeah, special enough. effects. Well, yeah, yeah, you think about okay, stuff like The Thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's another example. I mean, yeah. The Thing is like a, a damn near perfect B-movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's like... I, I that's what I love is things like that when when they do a B movie well, mm-hmm. I mean I think I get more excitement out of that than watching, you know the Citizen Kane's and Schindler's Lists of the world. I mean not to, not to poo poo on them, but you know like I said when I see something that someone come to the to the pinnacle of their art form of that lower genre, I think is great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I think a, another thing that the death of the video store has kind of brought to the table um, since you mentioned it is or something that it's taken off the table is you go into the video store you know you want to rent x big budget movie that just came out on vhs mm-hmm. um, v- so what's that vhs it's what they used to use before dvds 
Um, Be kind, rewind. Right. Um, $5 rewinding fee. So you go to the store and you want to see this this movie that just came out, but they only have like eight copies, or they have two copies, depending on the size of the video store you go to. So, oh shit, you're out. So what do you do? You go look at the non-new release shelf and you find something. You might not find, you know, a, a newer movie, but it gives you the opportunity to go look at the other movies that are there that might not be your big budget, just came out exciting action flicks. So you're kind of forced in some instances to make a choice of something that you would never pick up before. And sometimes it ends up being this wonderful bad movie that you bring home Mm -hmm. um, instead of. Well, that's that's the way my friend's parents were. You know, it was like they'd come home with a dozen movies. One would be like, you know, the big new release that week. Right. All the rest would be like where they had just gone to whatever the hell shelf Mm -hmm. and said, what haven't we seen here? Yeah. Yeah. And they would find, you know, just crazy ass stuff. Yeah, by the same by the same token that like you know you can get something like El Mariachi or Clerks made, I think it's it's also kind of done a disservice by how how easy it is to self distribute a movie now. Is now, you know the the B movies have just kind of taken over. I mean there, there's there's a ton of shitty bad B movies out there. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking like the the whole like National Lampoon's line. You know there's oh, a bajillion God. you know yeah. straight to video bullshit that clog up the shelves. And it's like, you know, how do you find the quality out of that when, you know, they have a formula and they go and get some no-name people, a couple of girls to take their shirts off and bloop, there's a movie. And you you just, you know, you go to places like if you do go to a blockbuster or somewhere like that, you've got to wade through that kind of shit before, you know, whereas like when we used to go to the local video stores, you know, things like that. They didn't, why would you bother? Because, I mean, I think think the the, the proliferation of DVD has actually hurt it, too, because, I mean, with VHS, I mean... Video stores used to pay between like sixty and one hundred and fifty dollars for a tape, mm-hmm. you know, and they and they would gladly do it because they would make their money back tenfold, you know, even on hardly rented movies, much mm-hmm. less you know the blockbuster movies that were just I don't mean the the store, but <laughs> but you know the ones that would just constantly yeah. be out, and uh, you know so they wouldn't bother to buy the bullshit. I mean, they would only buy you know, only buy the things that people wanted to rent, right? Mm-hmm. You know and. You know, it's just it's it's sad because now it's like you just have to wade through so much shit to find something quality. You know. Yeah. Well, and it seems like most of that, you know, most of the stuff that you're going to find these days isn't coming out of the U.S. Yeah. It's going to be coming from Japan. That's or, true. Or any you know any other number of different countries where they're more willing to try crazy stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Whereas you know nowadays in the U.S. it's if they're making something it's like ultra ultra low budget and. It's just it's not as much fun yeah. <laughs> anymore. Well, that's why I said. I mean, I, I I think my my tastes for have either gone to older or to obscure foreign movies. Like I said, you know, that's why I find something like Let the Right One In interesting. You know, it's like here's a low budget, simple idea for a movie. Foreign wouldn't be made in the U.S. at all. You know, you got your weird Japanese gore movies. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it that's kind of the where the B movies market has gone because. I mean, I hate to say it, I mean, maybe I'm sounding like the curmudgeon kind of guy, but, I mean, it's like American stuff is just so bad and lowbrow now. I mean, it's just, it's it's stock generic action movie with personality-less stars with, you know, no one-liners, no nothing that separates one from the other, or it's dumb, dumb, dumb comedy. (laughs) Yeah, well, um, to use an example that we haven't really talked about on the Banffcast before, um, uh, Raptor Island. Was yeah. was one of those. I mean, granted, it's a sci-fi it's a sci-fi original movie, but it 
it has all the B movie f- format, but it doesn't have any of the stuff that makes a B movie good. It doesn't have the the cheesy one liners. It doesn't have the you know, it doesn't have the outrageous situations yeah. and the outrageous characters. Have have any of you guys seen anything from Asylum films? Transmorphers. Oh no, no. I've actually never yeah. sat and watched anything. Yeah, else. okay. They're they're actually really good, really bad movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're supposed in, like, to be really well made. Bad yes, movies, yeah. Or... They're they're designed. What they do is they they make a movie based on the concept yeah. of a movie they that's a actually coming out. Yeah, yeah knockoff yeah. movies, right? and it knock-off. goes right to DVD. Sure. They're almost always completely not right as far as what's actually going to be the movie that comes out in the yeah. theater because the they next come month. out they come out before the movie comes out in a theater, month so or so. Yes, yeah. yeah. Check out Asylum Films Dover Field. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, that was Rope the one that was, snakes on a train. That one was you know, called Monstrous, oh, but okay. uh, and they had Transmorphers. Yeah. yeah, of course. But they actually had Transmorphers too. Of course they did. Fall oh, of sure. Man. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, yeah I've, I've added more of a curiosity. Felt yeah. like they're fun. One of those well, no, they are fun. I think the thing also that's kind of changed a bit is the internet, where it's these days everybody's found out about everything. You know, before you rent it, it's kind of you can go on Wikipedia or IMDb and find out. Oh, there's all this stuff, and oh, these are all the best quotes. And whereas it used to be, it used to be you had to have a friend who was like, "I just saw this." freaking crazy movie called robot jocks mm-hmm. you know and it's and it's these guys and they you know they're all training to be the guys who control the robot and that's how they're fighting over land and you know there's all this cool animation you know and you'd be like okay yeah if your friend really got into it you're like all right cool uh, that sounds like something i want to watch whereas you know you can go on imdb and you know the one the one review will be like that and the other one will be like oh the animation is terrible and these characters are all generic you know they're just you can always find somebody to shit on the movie for you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, on the internet, everybody's waiting to shit on everything, right. pretty yeah. much. And that kind of, to me, has taken the fun out of it because it's like, you know, sometimes if you don't, if somebody's not pointing out the flaws, you're not going to notice them. Right. But if someone has pointed them out, you're going to notice them the second they happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, I think that's why. I mean, we shit on some movies, but I think they're the only the most deserving of them. I mean, we're, we try not, I mean, I try not to be that negative. There's enough negativity on the internet as it is. And, yeah. you know, if a, I don't hold back on my negative. Well, you know, there's some things, <laughs> like I said, there's some things, why bother? I mean, like yeah. I said, bad trip, shitty. Doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah. need any positive to go with it. Right. <laughs> when when it, one of its, you know, main stars wants us to shit on it. Suggested. Yeah, yeah. yeah that we shit on it. Why not? But, well, and as we've had movies that are so bad that we couldn't even get a podcast out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, that Raptor in the Island. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> but um said it wasn't worth it. Here yeah. come the outtakes, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um I I used to like I mean going to the video store was a fun experience to me. I mean, I used to actually go to I mean, to me I used to liken going to the I, I'd pick a video store where it was like going to the comic book store, right? I know somebody there mm-hmm. and I could rap about, you know, Hey man, did you watch this? Yeah, that was awesome. You know? And that was a thing, you yeah. know, and that's just gone. I mean, you've got same way here. Yeah. That, that was, you yeah. know, we, yeah. It's like the guy who would have said, Oh, you, you know, you'd be returning evil dead too, or something. Right. And the guy would be like, Okay, there's yeah. this dude Peter Jackson. You've got to see some of the stuff yeah. he's making, you know? <laughs> yeah. You got to see that alive. Yeah. You know, that's the sort of thing that would happen then. Whereas, yeah, you know, you just happen. don't have that anymore. Yeah, it's either it's either and not shit on Netflix because we do love them, but I mean, they're fuck their suggestions. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. I know. Uh, granted, I've kind of ruined it by 
going and renting all, the, all kinds yeah. of weird shit that I've rented, but it never worked in the first place. I, and, and that's because you got so many people with so many different opinions on something anyway. And like, like you said, there's people that just go, go and shit something like, you know, go and rent Schindler's List. And it's like, this was nothing but a bunch of, of Jews dying. I hate that. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's just people that watch something that have no business watching something, mm-hmm. you know, and they, it's just stupid people that just want to shit on something without any prior knowledge of what yeah. it's about. I've, I've found that the Netflix was quasi-accurate for the first, <laughs> I don't know, month I had it, and then it all, once I started actually renting stuff, well, not only that, it, went, I mean, down the, it when went down the tube. Yeah, when it first came out, I mean, I, I was like, ooh, cool, and I went through and actually like started starring the movies that mm-hmm. I like, and I was like, this is going to give me suggestions, and... Fuck, Amazon does a better job than that. I mean, yeah. and Amazon just throws out some weird shit, but you can very easily go through and say, no, 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 no. Yeah. Right. Um, I was actually in, I don't know if you guys have been in a, block, in a blockbuster recently, but uh, I went in there to uh, to see if they had any decent prices on some used Blu-rays for my dad. And the video store clerk was actually, I was surprised, he was a... You know your classic video store clerk. He's like, "Oh, you like that? Yeah, you know, if you like that, you you might want to check out so and so." And I was stunned yeah. that there are actually still people out there who work in video stores that, that like movies. That like movies. Yeah. <clears throat> so not just doing it because I get to work in an air conditioned place and have right. very little responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know get to rent movies cheap. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, that's I think that's a big problem. And like I said, it, it, you know, if you can find a forum, you know, I mean. Find a forum with like-minded people. I mean, that's the only way you're going to find this kind of stuff any, any these yeah. days. You know, you know, kick out and berate the people that are just dickheads because they are all over the internet and right. just get a good conversation going. Because I mean, that's what that's what the main thing I think it got us interested is being able to talk about it with like-minded people. Yeah, you know, yeah. find the people that are on the same wavelength of like the same kind of movies. If you like horror, if you like gore, if you like action comedy whatever, just find some people that talk about the same thing. I've yeah. uh, totally decided to replace uh, Dickface. With ass face in my vocabulary from now on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're not going to replace it with pumpkin head? No. 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 You motherfucking pumpkin head! <laughs> no. Ass Look at your jolly pumpkin head. <laughs> Make me a cheeseburger. Make yeah. me a cheeseburger, you pumpkin headed bitch. bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's our suggestion. That's the origin story yeah. of the BAMCast. <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. But I, I do like that the BAMCast came kind of from that because. I remember Harlow telling me before we started doing this, he would talk about, I can't even remember what movie's now. And I'd just be like, why the fuck would you watch that? And, <laughs> and now I kind of see why. You know, it was maybe a bad idea to start off with something like Wicker Man, but yeah. at least we're able, but, like that said, also, we but it was also a good thing because it I'm, helped me find the humor and I stuff. I still like want to throw, I want to throw Deadly, F- Deadly Friend. Hmm? Yeah, Deadly Friend. We'll look it up. We'll look it up. Deadly Friend and Chopping Mall. I want to throw those into the ring. Okay. Okay. All right. I just like Chopping Mall for the name. Yeah. I will watch it just for the name. Okay. I think that's fair enough. I uh, do think so. Ending point for the topic. Yeah. So next week. The next week. Let's let's go ahead and announce it. Yeah. You you guys will be seeing G.I. Joe Mm -hmm. this weekend. Yes. So it is only fitting that for the Banff Cats movie, (laughs) we watch... Cobra. Cobra. Starring Sylvester Stallone. Yes. Adrian. Was Cobra. I get to do my retarded muscle man voice again. I, can't <laughs> I, I cannot. Yes. Um, that's why we think that we'll have such a better week. Yeah. We don't. We week. really don't want to say anything, but we're expecting 
good things. There's, yeah, there's a this, lot of This is one of those, I, I saw it many, many, many year, years ago, but it was in the rush of watching every Sylvester Stallone, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Van Damme's Seagal yeah. movie there was. So Lead sleds and explosions. Okay. Yeah. That's all you got to say. All right. I'm all for it. Well, yeah, we'll be, we'll be back next week with uh, Cobra and probably a little bit of a review on G.I. Joe, the... Mm-hmm. The rise of Cobra, the rise of Cobra, Cobra. yeah, yeah. The revenge of the fallen and the rise of Cobra. Revenge of the fallen, yeah. As long as may God have mercy on your souls. Well, I can't. I'm glad I'm out of town because I don't think I'd be. That's fine. I don't think I can do. I got to be honest. I I love me some Transformers, but my loyalty lies slightly more on GI Joe. Yeah, as a childhood thing. But they're in suits. I know. I I, I'm fully expecting my childhood to be raped, but the director. Sometimes you just have You're, to love them. The seven-year-old you is about to take a cock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get raped. Yeah. No. I'll lube yeah. up and go to the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so we may have a double dose yeah. of... We're already giving that a positive review. <laughs> I can there tell. you go. We may have a double, uh, an upgrade-sized double dose of yeah. Bamcasty <laughs> goodness. Yeah. yeah. So. I give- I give all right. it five well, vats Let's wrap, let's wrap this up. Let's, yeah. um, all right, guys. Follow yeah. us on the Twitters. Yeah. At, at BMFCast. BMF uh, shortly here after this recording, I will be posting that this is recorded and we will be watching Cobra. So you have mm-hmm. some time. Yeah. Definitely enough time. Yeah. Of course, it's in the past now when you're hearing this, but, you know, Don't that's how time travel works. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, follow us on the Twitters. Um, BMFCast.com is a website. Mm-hmm. Comment on any of our... Um, podcast that we've done try not to leave a track back we're having a little bit of problems with uh spammers hitting our site hard trackback um trackback basically is a comment with a link back to a blog or something is that's the idea but we're getting viagra and whatever but it don't work yeah Yeah. so just leave a plain comment or send us an email Um, and you can email us uh, movie suggestions and topic suggestions at bmf at bmfcast.com mm-hmm. and you will be rewarded yeah, yeah. send us some replies might, we just on might the get a movie we got a whole bunch of movies to pick from we do point. yeah we do yeah we got some uh i got v for vendetta on blu-ray so we got a two-disc copy of v for vendetta we Hot got shit. uh, so is, uh john, children of men we've got um is john p up for anything fifth element yeah a copy of fifth element mm-hmm. we got stealth still uh, blade runner director's got, cut yeah blade runner director's cut we got doom still so some of these are for different things the, the, the good movies you know what whatever yeah whatever people want we, we really need topics obviously since we're stealing from the same person twice yeah we haven't been, we've gotten like a lot of movie suggestions but not a lot of topics so stretch it out figure it out yeah and, and really if you just got any questions for us in general yeah. we'll take a, ask take them, a question we'll answer them. yep question back we like emails and yes, and we do have a Facebook page Uh-oh. that I'm still working on figuring out how to actually make work right. But uh, if you're on Facebook, do a search for Bad Movie Fiends, and you should be able to find our fan page. Awesome. And I promise we will update that as well as the website. We're all you working will. on that stuff. Yep. It'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, once again, thanks to uh, Ethan. Yes. Yes. For the great movie suggestion. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a pant load, Chet. Yeah. <laughs> really, thank you. Thanks, uh, Randy. Yeah. I'm never watching my new miserable. Add this you, you to can't. your it's, list. It's over. I know. <laughs> I'm never watching a new episode of My Name is Earl ever again. Ever. Sorry. He's going to wait that two days. Me. Two extra never. days. Never. All right. Maybe. So uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. Yeah, T-Stroll. And Bamcast out. Bamcast. See ya. <laughs>